Yo, what's good? It's Brandon Champ Robinson, Imagination Upgraded Podcast. This is episode one, the first one, inaugural. I don't know what I'm doing. It took us like four hours to set all this shit. <laughs> it took us a clean four hours, but we in it now. So with this being the first one, I wanted to bring on one of my homies who is no stranger to being the first at doing something. And that's my boy, Mike Taylor. Now, he done done plenty things, and I know that I'm not going to be able to do it justice, so I'm going to let him tell you all the things that he's done. I ain't even going to be able to do myself justice. Oh, no, you, you know got it, saying? you got but it. We finna get this thing rolling. Mike Taylor, coming all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, always represent my hometown. That's a always. Um, so, yeah. 2004, I went to uh, John Marshall High School, you know what I'm saying, where... Where me and Champ, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. was doing this video production stuff back then in one of our classes. So that's how our bond kind of started. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be the first, you know, that year was a special. My senior year was a special year for me. Um, I what year was that? Give him some. 2004. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to take it back. Yeah, we're going to take back. it back. Uh, I, was, so, I was 2002, three, so I'm yeah, a little couple years yeah, older than him. For sure, but, uh, for sure. We good. Um, so, two two thousand and four, um, I led the state in scoring most of that year. Uh, I think only two or three people finished above me in the whole state of Wisconsin. Killer uh, in scoring. I was the Milwaukee City Conference Player of the Year two thousand and four. Uh, then I went to Junior College in Mariana, Florida, Chipola Junior College. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the number one uh, JUCO uh, for a ten year span for a whole decade mm-hmm. kind of started. Uh, I kind of started that era. Um, uh, Chipola Chipola College was uh, was like forty five minutes from Tallahassee, so we used to run at a uh, run at the uh, the Florida State team down there when they had Al Thornton and Von Wafer. Mm-hmm. We used to kill them boys. <laughs> <laughs> right at them. Run right at it, them. It's crazy because uh, uh, Al Thornton, you know, he was uh, he was on a Clippers team when I when I played for the Clippers, and also he was in the Big Three this uh, this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what I'm saying another first though. Like my junior college was number number one for a whole year. I only lost seven games in two years while I was at junior Whole time he was there. <laughs> Um, shit, I was defensive player of the year that year. Uh, then from there, I went to Iowa State. Shit, Iowa State, I led the team in three points made, mm-hmm. everything, everything, everything but rebounds. <laughs> Kevin Durant was number one in scoring that year in the Big Twelve. I was from six to ten that whole year. I finished, uh, I think I finished like six in scoring um, that year at Iowa State. I lost my basketball scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that year, which we gonna get into, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but within that, I was the first. I was like the first player. Um, it was a few players from Milwaukee before me, but I kind of opened the door to where it's like now to this day, it's like six players from Wisconsin on the on Iowa State team. Mm-hmm. They go look. Um, so yeah, they they went they went back to see where I was from. They went back to Milwaukee to to see that talent uh, that's mm-hmm. there. And like I was saying, like I was saying earlier, that Milwaukee is not just with basketball. Just Milwaukee is one of the most talented places I've ever been in and general. I've, and I've been 
in different countries. I've, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been overseas for 13 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've been around the world, not just in the in the U.S. of A. You know what I'm saying? Like Milwaukee is one of those untapped potential still to this day. We starting mm-hmm. to get more recognition now, but it's still a ways away from, you know what I'm saying, what it is. So going from Iowa State, I ended up going to the D League. I didn't finish my I didn't finish my senior year of college. I went straight to uh to to the D League, which is not a G League. Mm-hmm. So I ended up winning the championship that year. What team? What uh, team? Idaho. I was in Idaho, the Idaho Stampede. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Randy Livingston. That was my uh, vet, my point guard. He taught me the pro game in a matter of two weeks. <laughs> uh, Quick facts. title, right? Yeah. He taught me it the pro It don't take long for us to learn something. No, nah, it, de- it definitely, you know I mean? definitely like don't. Like you said, you was already a pro. Yeah. I was, man, I, my, my work ethic at Iowa State was just like, above and beyond you know that's that was one of the reasons why i felt like college basketball wasn't doing me no justice no more um mm-hmm. we're gonna get into that we're gonna, gonna get into, into that. that so yeah being the first like i say i won the championship uh for the idaho uh stampede and i became the first player in nba history to be drafted out of the out of the d league Say that again. I don't know if they the really first. understood. I'm throwing up the live. The that's, why that's why I was di- on my phone real quick. Not yeah, what up, what up over there? Live. I was throwing up the live. Yeah. Making sure so, they know. So I was the first player in NBA history to be drafted out of the D-League. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the 55th pick for the Los Angeles Clippers. Actually, I got, I got drafted to the Portland Trailblazers, which was a, a draft day trade. Uh-huh. That sent me to the Clippers. Okay. So I knew. See, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought you went. Well, I was just excited to see my boy <laughs> yeah, in the league. Yeah, so it really right. didn't matter how he got there. He right. was just there. But I didn't know you had got traded. Okay. So so how did that how did that come about? Okay. So listen, I still supposed to be in the NBA to this day. Facts. That's how I, that's how I feel. Uh-huh. Uh My game was ready. I was just. I believe I was two to three years ahead of my time. Mm. The combo guard wasn't even in effect when what i was year was this 2007 2008 okay so when i was a 2008 draft but it started you know what i'm saying 2007 yeah. you know what i'm saying right so right. um when i was going through the um combines and all of this stuff because it was a unique situation for me i was already a year in the pro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um the criteria has changed a whole lot from when I was, you know what I'm saying, coming up in the NBA to right now. See, when I was coming up in the NBA, it's like you had to be a point guard, point guard. Mm-hmm. A pass first point guard, mm-hmm. right? Like a John so, Stockton. Yeah, like a John Stockton, mm-hmm. like a, um, like a, like a, shh, I don't even know who else I could put in that, in that category. Like a Mike Conley. Mike Conley, okay. Yeah. Like a Mike Conley, somebody mm-hmm. who's gonna set up their man first, knock down open shots, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. Yeah. So I was coming out like if I can score, I can score. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they was like, Oh, can he run a team? Or is he a scorer? Uh, he he too small to defend two guards in the NBA. So what position is mm-hmm. he? Now basketball is positionless basketball. Positionless basketball, you play where? <laughs> 
it's three. I, I be seeing three guards that's under six feet, mm-hmm. or that's under you know what I'm saying six two yeah. playing all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Nigga, Portland Trailblazers play with McCullum, mm-hmm. uh, Dame, and Seth Curry last year in the in a in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then in the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. for like a thirty minute stretch, three guards, small guards, shooters, yeah. all scores running, running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like. That was the big dilemma, you know what I'm saying, that I was going through. Like, is he a point guard? Is he this, that, and the third? Can he run a team? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't know. We was just talking about just you being in the NBA. I mean, oh, just- so how did, how, did the, uh, how did I get to the 55th pick? Yeah. And I was saying, pick. okay, so I was saying, like, um, the Clippers wanted me. They told me. Okay, so I'm gonna take it back. The whole I had 18 teams that I worked out for in the NBA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the whole uh, the combines and the, uh, the teams would call us in, and we'll have like these these like workouts workouts for each team, like eight nine guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the workouts I was having, I'm going into the gym. I don't know who these guys is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, who is these? I'm looking at the little syllabus for the day before. Like, I don't know who these guys. I called my agent like, man, I don't even want to do none of these workouts. I don't even know who these guys are. Like, who are these guys? Like, can I get one workout? Because mm-hmm. my draft class, I had Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Westbrook? Westbrook might have been the year before or the year after. But it was D-Rose. D-Rose for sure was in there. Um DJ Augustine, it was, it was a lot of guards. It was a lot of point guards. And I'm like, man, just put me in one workout with one of these top, you know what I'm saying, these top five guards. Mm-hmm. And let me see where I stand. Like, if I get killed, I get killed. Mm-hmm. But I know that ain't But that ain't finna happen. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't, <laughs> we get killed when we come from. We make it happen. Listen, we, we gonna, we gonna win. We gonna win something. We gonna win on the basketball court and mm-hmm. we gonna fight. We gonna fight. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like, period. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win in some yeah. in some some fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the only workout that I had that was with somebody was the Clippers workout. Mm-hmm. And Who was you with? working out with? Them? DJ Augustine. Mm. Right? And yeah, I already yeah, yeah. killed DJ Augustine in the Big 12. Oh, yeah. Like, So you know you was finna run out. Yeah, I already knew what time it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pull up that drive um, class. So, so, um, doing a workout, he got JaVale McGee on his team. This one, JaVale McGee was uncoordinated. Mm-hmm. He was just real freaky. Mm-hmm. Could jump, mm-hmm. dunk the ball, but he's making JaVale McGee look extra bad. Mm-hmm. My team won like the first two games. So then they switched me and Augustine on teams. Nigga, we doing pick and roll, me and JaVale Gee. We They don't even score. Mm-hmm. They don't even get the ball. Every time I pick a roll, boom. Boom, got live. it. Live. Yeah. Every single time. If not, that's, that's a wide open layup or a wide open pull up. I'm coming off clean every uh-huh. single time. So that workout was my best workout because that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when, um, so after the workout, the Clippers like, if we don't take a point guard with our eighth pick, we picking you at 35, hands down. Mm. So I'm like, ooh. Yeah. 35, that's guaranteed. I'm in there. Yeah. Yeah. So during the drive, you know, I'm chill. I'm falling back. Like, 
I'm just trying to wait till the second wait. round start. Like, like I'm 35. <laughs> just wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I done turned my phone off, everything. Yeah. So around like the 20th pick, like the 18th, 18th, you know what I'm saying, 19th, 20th pick, they called my sister because I done turned my phone off. So my sister like, man, they want to get you, you know what I'm saying? Your agent want to talk to you. I'm like, I ain't trying to talk to nobody. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I already know what's going on. He's like, nah, he's saying it's urgent. So I, I get the phone and they like, yo, DeAndre Jordan was supposed to be a top 10 pick. He's sliding. Mm. If he slide all the way to 35, the Clippers, like, they got to take him because he's a seven-foot big. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. So I start I start watching the draft again at twenty. I'm like, man, I'm waiting on to call DeAndre Jordan. Like somebody pick somebody this. Somebody call it. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody, somebody call this. Please, 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 Lord, all yeah. my prayers is for another nigga I don't even know, never heard of. I'm just like, somebody, please take this nigga DeAndre Jordan. But I say, blah. Yeah. Nigga, the thirty fifth pick come. Yeah, they pick DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I'm like, Psh. they only had two picks. Mm-hmm. They pick Eric Gordon with their first pick. He he's not a point guard. He's mm-hmm. a shooter. So I'm like, whoo. Mm-hmm. Let's, see they keep they yeah, yeah. let's see if they keep their word. Let's see if they keep their word. They picked DeAndre Jordan. I'm like, oh my god, I can see it's that. Over. I'm like, you, you know, what I'm you can't even be mad. <laughs> no, at I can't like, be you mad. You gotta take that. Pick. You gotta take. You gotta take. And that DeAndre pick. Jordan is a stud. Yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta take. You that know what I'm saying? He like the Clippers' best player mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, you gotta. You take know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a it was a smart decision. I mean, but this is the business side of basketball that nobody, nobody knows sees. about. You it's see that what I'm saying? other side. This the nobody other want to talk about exactly. that side. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so this was like my first introduction to the business side of basketball, like on some real shit. So, um, you know, they like, man, we doing everything. We calling. We finna call. We done started calling. Since we told you about this, we done started calling every team to see if we can get a sign and trade, yeah. give up two future picks for to get you right now. So I'm like, Psh. I don't know what's going on. I felt like Clippers was my best chance. I yeah. felt like that was my strongest performance. You know what I'm saying? I did good in Memphis, and I did good in New York. Um Milwaukee was some bullshit, but we'll get back oh, to that. Oh, come on, man. No, nah, for real. Milwaukee they did us bogus. Listen. They had me, Draylon, and two other people from Milwaukee at our workout. See, y'all don't even know. I'm lying. Some of y'all might listen to this and not even know Draylon. Nah, Draylon is a definitely a, listen, a Milwaukee legend. Listen, if y'all you in Milwaukee, y'all know who Draylon is. For sure. He's a Milwaukee legend. For sure, for sure. Um, but it was just like a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had all of us from Milwaukee. In a workout together, and I'm just like, nah, I'm bigger than that. I need a legitimate chance. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So I kind of faked the injury that workout. Like, man, I'm cool. <laughs> on, like straight up, right? man. Listen, I ain't finna go out here. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got cameras. You know what Hurt saying? myself on some bullshit. Yeah, like yeah. I still got other shit to do. You knew what it was. And I ended up shutting down my uh the rest of my workout. I had four more workouts to do. I was gonna do 22 workouts. I stopped at 18 when I. We gonna get back to that. Mm-hmm. So. The Clippers was going back to all of the they calling, you know what I'm saying, for for picks. They called me at like 48. And we was like, they was like, well, Portland got the 55th pick. So they go, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna do us a favor and draft you, but you coming straight to us. Because mm-hmm. we done gave them our future uh draft picks. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can kind of relax now. So shit around like like I say, like around 38th. 
40, that's when they had kind of told me this. So I was like, all right, cool. I started drinking. Like, now I can drink. <laughs> like, shit. Woo. Yeah. I hope don't nothing else pop up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I started drinking in me. Man, that was the best. That was the best time of my life. Like, I had a party in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, rest in peace to my guy, uh, Marquise Rogers. Man, mm-hmm. sleep. Went to Marshall. Sleep, yeah, sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Devin died. He was with you? Nah. So he died two days before the drive. Oh, he was living in Atlanta at this time. Yeah, I remember. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was living in Atlanta doing his thing out there. And like the whole draft, my whole college, like, you know what I'm saying? After Devin died, because Devin was this role in my life. He the one who kept me in junior college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like coming from Marshall, coming from Milwaukee all the way to Florida. Mm-hmm. I didn't come home for two years. Mm-hmm. Like Devin was the one who told me. Stay in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, don't come back to Milwaukee. We drinking taco vodka right now, smoking black and miles. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't want to come back around this. Ain't, like, nothing, ain't nothing for you right yeah, now. Yeah, you need to be working on your jump shot. You uh-huh. couldn't shoot a jump shot, nigga. Get your jump shot together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and niggas don't even know Dev was cold. Bro, Dev can hold. I got a story about Devin. Dev that don't nobody know. When I got kicked out of Iowa State, I yeah. called my AAU coach that me and Devin played on the same AAU team. They wanted Devin to go pro to where I went in junior college. Mm. They wanted Devin to do this my junior year in high school. Mm. In 2003, they wanted Devin to go pro. Dev's cup. I didn't even know that. I had to trace them steps like, hey, do y'all still know them same people? Because yeah. this college shit dead for me. Uh-huh. Call them, see if I go pro. They like, you're not ready. I'm like, what? Whoa. I'm ready. They like, you too <laughs> immature. They like, nah. I'm like, man, I'm ready, man. Uh-huh. Nah, you're going you gonna to smack somebody. You're going to do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give your chance up. We can't put that on our name. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, listen, I'm ready. Like, call them people, man. Call mm-hmm. them people. Like, mm-hmm. so, so back to uh, sleep. Um, he calling me the whole time. We every morning we down there on the phone praying together, just giving each other affirmations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he like, what you think about this? I buy you whatever kind of suit, Monty, Gucci, Louis. I buy you, me, and Dub a suit. Let's just go to New York. I know you gonna make it. Mm. I'm like, shit. Let me think about it. So I'm like, man. I love to do that, but if worse come to worse and it don't happen, I want to be around my family. I want to be around the people that I love, the people right. that was there before. Right, you right, know right. I want to be right. out there in front of a, some cameras and, and just a whole bunch them, of people yeah. just, you yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah. mad. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? absolutely. Like, so it was like, he was like, all right, bet. He's like, you know my situation back at the crib, but I'll be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... He was there, and it was his birthday at that. Yeah. So I'm traveling, you know what I'm saying? My, you know what I'm saying? My best friend Dub, you know what I'm saying? He hit me like, "Yo, you call sleep yet?" I'm like, "Yeah, I had text him, but I ain't talked to him." He like call him. I'm like, "I'm on a plane right now." They like, "Last, get right. off your phones. Last text yeah. message. Last uh-huh. this, that, and the third. So by the time I get to my connection flight, turn my phone back on. Folks did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I got this on my heart heavy, so I really couldn't even 
celebrate like you wanted to yeah i couldn't like my whole nba experience i felt like guilty like i damn near set bro up to die mm. you know what i'm saying because i Man, like I'm, I'm just really getting over this shit. you know what that's i'm tough. saying like so that whole thing like the people who were supposed to be my circle mm-hmm. i didn't have when i was in the nba mm. you know what i'm saying so that was one of my biggest things i felt like I would have had my circle intact to where I could balance. This is LA. Yeah. I ain't never been to LA before this. Never. Way different than Milwaukee. Yeah, this is way, way different from any other place. This any is a place monster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got people coming up to me with business cards. I don't know if these people real business people or they Hollywood. Mm-hmm. No, because a motherfucker could have a suit on. Motherfuckers could have a business card. Motherfucker got a business phone everything and it seemed 100 percent legit but they fraud as hell mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like i wasn't dealing with nobody you know what i'm saying until i really peeped the scene out so i was just like to myself the whole time you know what i'm saying isolating myself what i what i felt like because you know what i'm saying i didn't know what was going on i was comfortable right. with myself so i was just dealing with you know what i'm yes, saying sir. me yeah yeah that's it you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, it took me a long time. It took me a long time to even uh to get an apartment out in LA because mm-hmm. it was so expensive. Everything, yeah. I'm I know paying. when I moved out here, bro. You think about Milwaukee prices, and then you come out here and you trying to get some milk, man. <laughs> just yes. some milk. You look at the I, price, like, yo. I just came from the crib. Gas was two thirty nine. Out here, what out is here. it right now? Four thirty nine. Four thirty nine. I done seen. <laughs> 515 in some places, bro. And we be what? having to get the premium in one of these cars. Exactly. I can't even yeah. get the I can't even get the You can't even get the 409. Come on. Gotta man. get I the need top that, the regular gas. I can't even get the regular gas. Yeah, so just just those customs, that that was hard for me, bro. I'm paying all my mama bills a little over a stack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm paying two thousand for a studio. For a studio. You knock this wall down, and you knock this wall. That's the, it's only two walls separating my room and my bathroom. That's the only room. You it's know crazy. What I mean? Like you knock these two walls down, it's a studio so, apartment. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm paying two, bands. two G's plus. I'm paying like twenty two hundred. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Duh, that's a every time real I see shot, this, bro. Every time I see this, every time I got a pay rent, I'm like, you know bro. what I can do it to this like four rent and that's right from now. that i was gonna say that's from coming from being at the crib and paying exactly like 500 like a month 500, for like a, a two-bedroom apartment man mom's mom's rent was 800 for a four bedroom mm-hmm. just to give y'all a little perspective of yeah. what milwaukee is like you know what i mean crazy so coming from crumbs mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying coming from the mud i'm like yes, man listen I know it looked like I got it, but I ain't got it. Not that. I ain't no. trying to pay that price. Because it's a whole shock, man. It's a, it's whole, a whole shock. The whole culture. It's a whole culture shock. Like, I'm seeing Ferraris and Bugattis. Like, mm-hmm. Bugatti is a billion-dollar car. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too, to, uh, <laughs> to, like, to think about is when I know when people, even just for me, like, just moving to Cali and they see kind of the stuff I do. Mm-hmm. They think I got it like yeah. that, bro. Think I got it, got it. Like, how was it when you got in the NBA? Just like, cause you see, we, we look at the NBA like, exactly. yo, they, you know, we know what them numbers be looking like sometimes. See, this is what I can give all facts. This is what people don't realize. So, 
the taxes out here. Talk about it, bro. I just had to pay taxes. 51%. Talk about it, bro. 51%. 51, bro. You see what I'm saying? So I had a look. My contract was a little bit more than a regular rookie contract because I was the first pair to be drafted from the D League. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was getting a little bit over the minimum. You know what I'm saying? But. It goes fifty one percent. So I'm saying less than half of my money mm-hmm. out the gate. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay taxes for each state that we go across. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying less than that. And at this time, I don't even know what. I ain't even thinking about taxes. I just think I got all that money is me. Yep, yep. So I'm spending, 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 and it's just mm-hmm. going, going, going. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking I got it. Man, Man bro, I thought I was finna, bro. My whole perspective was so out of whack. I'm thinking my first car finna be a Bentley. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Man, you know that's crazy because I was watching I was watching something and Shaq was saying the same thing. Yeah. Shaq was saying like he bought his bought his whip, his pop was like, where mine? Went back and got pops. Easy. Went and did all this stuff. Accountant called him like, uh negative. You know you in a negative? <laughs> Like, bro, you in the negative. Shaq, <laughs> like, yo, what? And this is crazy and this because he this is spend no more basketball checks. Spend no that more day. money, yo. And, yeah. and that's why Shaq is in the position he's in right now. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know what I mean? And it's crazy because this is actually good to talk about mm-hmm. because all our people back home and anybody else who listening, they don't really teach us this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I had to. I had to trial and error. I had to live and learn you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's been yeah. my whole life i ain't never had no big brother i ain't never had no you know what i'm saying no father figure mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i never had nobody that was in the nba that took the time and be like look little bro this is what it's gonna be mm-hmm. like i didn't have that yeah and then the crazy yeah. thing is like most of the people that we know growing up our family everything everybody in the same position everybody y'all struggling yeah. so we ain't got nobody to look at like oh bro so know what he's doing the, let me talk to him i'm the one Mm-hmm. That's like bro doing it. Let me talk to him. Yeah, we got to, and now we got to be the one. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's that's really what it's about. And that's that's all that it's about. You know what I'm saying? So now, I I got you know what I'm saying. I got ten years. Like they say, ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got ten years. Way more. Than I got that. like a hundred thousand hours. Yeah. I got a hundred thousand. You in it? Ten thousand hours. You in it? <laughs> you know, no, no bullshit. All my life. No I bullshit. Feel it. Like yeah. I got a hundred thousand of doing 10,000 hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now I'm finally like now everything finally starting to click and smooth out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When people thought it was it was like that cuz of that NBA stuff, man, that money was gone that year, nigga. Instant. Like that money was gone that year. Crazy. So <laughs> let's let's talk about so talk about that transition then from from going So tell me you got out of the NBA. Mm-hmm. So tell me how that went. What was the next, like, what was the transition of um, that? Or how did okay, that all so, come about? Okay, so listen. So Mike Dunleavy was crazy because Mike Dunleavy was a Bucks coach. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, it was destined. Like, this this, this wasn't nothing that I did. This ain't, you know what I'm saying? What I did was just the smallest part. Mm-hmm. Like, this came from a higher power. I knew it because it just lined up to too much. Tim Thomas was on this same Clippers team when I was there. Mm-hmm, and Tim mm-hmm. Thomas was 
one of the stars that I looked up to when he played for the Bucks when, I, when we were shorties. Right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Tim Thomas was cold-cold. Yeah. Cold on my life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Tim Thomas was cold-cold. I was rocking two headbands because of Tim Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, I like some culture. real facts, though, yeah. for the culture. Uh -huh. <laughs> no bullshit way back then. You know what I'm saying? So, Mike Dunleavy was the coach, played for the Bucks. Sam Cassell just left the team that year. Mm -hmm. He was still coming to practices and all of that stuff. And it's like, bro, Sam Cassell was a bucket. Like, mm -hmm. he was one of my favorite point guards. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. being in Milwaukee and seeing Sam Cassell, psh, Tim Thomas, mm -hmm. Mike Dunleavy, like, man, I'm, this low key meant for me to be here. Mm -hmm. So after the Clippers and everything happened, um, Mike Dunleavy like, look, I don't want to trade you. It's coming from above my head. Like, I can't do nothing. I, they trying to release you. Mm -hmm. like, I'm looking into trading you. He like Sacramento, Memphis, and he named off another team. Like, he like, they highly interested, but Sacramento, they looking for a, a veteran guy. Memphis, they, they, they really interested in you. Da, 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 da. And the other team, I forget. Um, so, after I get released from the Clippers, um, the Grizzlies pick me up. Mm -hmm. But this the year, Allen Iverson went over there with Memphis. Right? Yep. So I'm in training count. It's Mike Conley, Iverson, Marcus Williams from UConn, and me mm -hmm. as a four point guards. I'm on a red team. I got a little penny jersey. You know those little jerseys? Yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> I got one of those. A little practice. Like, take yeah, this, little, yeah, take this yeah. little scrub, uh, scrub jersey. Yeah. So I got the red, the red jersey, and I'm, you know what I'm saying, the last person on the court. My team, I don't got no names on my team. We all like yeah. crumb snatchers is what I call us. Uh -huh. Everybody on the ground, we're gonna get everything that hit the ground. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So but I was beating the first team, I'm beating the third team, I'm beating the second team. I'm dominating the guards. Yeah. Being like the hardest man in the gym. Yeah, the hardest, hardest man worker, working in the gym. Hardest worker in the gym. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this when I was dumb athletic, I'm getting steals, fast breaks, windmill, huh, another steal, raspberry, <laughs> behind, uh, backwards. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's between me and Allen Iverson, the last pick. Damn. They like Allen Iverson already done sold a million jerseys. As I say, you gotta call that. That's you, who putting who putting the asses in the seats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's a, this this another business over basketball mm -hmm. move, right? Mm -hmm. Iverson don't play not one game for Memphis Grizzlies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but he got that move. He got I ended that. up I ended up going overseas. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy part about it was Portland Trailblazers and the Memphis Grizzlies was coming over seas my first year. I played in Serbia. I played for a Belgrade Red Star. Yeah. Um, that's like one of the famous teams in in all of Serbia. Uh it's two teams that share that same city. They like the Lakers and the Clippers, yeah, of of Belgrade, uh, Partizan and Red Star. Like when I say at them games when yeah. they playing against each other, it's like nothing else you will ever see. Packed house. What packed house outside packed? Mm. It's like it's like ten thousand people outside. <laughs> can't like, even no get in. No boy, you can't leave, bro. They just out there. Especially if you beat. Okay, so if it's we share the same gym. Yeah. So whoever is the hometown, I mean the home game team, mm -hmm. if you beat that team that day, mm -hmm. it's hell for you to get out of that gym. <laughs> like they ready to beat us up. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, they throwing flares. Like 
on the court. It's so much, man. Referees call back calls. They throwing batteries, lighters. You know the the the, the receipt rolls. Yeah. Everybody got one of those. They throw throwing them, them on, the on the court. Court. We got a. That's crazy. Time out for like five minutes. We got to clean up the court. Yeah, bro. Dog, crazy, but it's cracking hard. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm over there doing my thing. So, um, like I'm like MVP. I, I'm averaging this month. I'm averaging like 22 points for the whole like for like six weeks. Like I'm killing 30s, 35s, throwing up 40 balls. You know what I'm saying? So I get Memphis Grizzlies and uh, uh, Portland Trailblazers. They over there, I'm saying, trying to bring me back home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I play hardball with them. Like, man, I'm still supposed to be in the league, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they was only trying to get me for the rest of the season, which was like two months, three yeah. months left in the season. And I'm like. Need a little more than that. I need some guarantee. Mm-hmm. I need some guarantee for next year. Yeah. If I'm going to make this move to come back. I'm going to need some guarantee. So, I stood on that. Um, they didn't bite for it. Um, but this was my this was my first time really seeing how I could pull my weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and at the same time, I wasn't getting paid for two months. Mm. So, this was my real life first lesson of business and basketball. Mm-hmm. Right? So I wasn't getting paid for for two months at this time. So I tell the Grizzlies and the uh, Trailblazers, like, look, I need something guaranteed for me to come back. I know my worth, and I feel like I'm an asset to any team that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, they was like, nah, whatever. They weren't feeling that. So um, like two weeks later after this happened, after I turned them down, not getting paid two months, mm-hmm. I tore my ACL the first time. Damn. Right, so I tear my ACL, and we in Grand Canary. Like this is the like the final, it's the final eight. I done took this team to the final eight. My yeah. first year being there. Yeah. And I tear my ACL that day. So we was in a way oh. game. By the time I get back to Belgrade, open up my phone. Belgrade, uh, Red Star, release Mike Taylor. Damn. That's how you heard about it? Yeah, as soon as I opened up my phone, my agent sending me the the newspaper article, the internet article. Dang. I'm like, I ain't even went to the doctor yet. I don't even know what's you don't going on. What, what actually what is going on? They just immediately, after you done MVP, doing all this for the team. Released. Released. Business, right? It's the business. Business. Right? It's the business. Somebody else can come in. They got to get somebody else for the next game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. else coming in. It's the business. It's crazy. But this is how we learn. So It's crazy. I don't even know what's exactly going on with my knee. I'm trying to get back to Belgrade so I can see what they saying. They say I blew my whole knee. ACL, MCL, meniscus. Blew the whole knee. I'm like, nah, I'm putting pressure on this month. I mm-hmm. still walk up the stairs. I'm on the third floor. I walk up the stairs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, nah, my shit can't be blown out. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm going to go back home, see what they say. You know what I'm saying? It was just the ACL when I get back home. But, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm snapping on my agent now because I'm injured. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, I can't play no more. This is my first time ever dealing with any type big of big injury. Yeah. Or injury in general. Injury in general. Like, yeah. I ain't, okay. Nigga, I tweak an ankle. I play through that. Yeah. I jam a finger, break a finger. I, you know what I'm saying? Play through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I wasn't getting paid for two months. Now they saying that this surgery takes a year to recover from. So it's like, man, I don't got no savings. And I wasn't getting paid the last two months. And I'm not going to be able to play for a whole 12 months. Mm. Shh. Got time to figure some stuff up. I'm going crazy on my agent. Like, why you let me sign this? Why you let me (laughs) sign this contract? (laughs) You you let me sign this. Right? Yeah. I'm going crazy on them for like three days. Like, nigga, fuck you. How could you do this to me? Da-da-da-da. Then I sit back and think it to myself like, folks, ain't nobody put no gun to my head and let me sign that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So from that day forward, I read I read every word and every contract I Everything had. Everything before said, you sign. What? Right, We're going to have to wait two, three days mm-hmm. for my signature because if y'all want me this badge, y'all got to let me go through this process. I got to know. Everything got to be catered to my eye, man. I ain't had an agent in the last eight years. I ain't had an American agent. I've been overseas. What do I need an American agent for? Mm-hmm. I was right. over there. Listen, I'm over there, right? I have a problem. You know, it's an eight to ten hour difference mm-hmm. backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if I got a problem at eight o'clock at night, it's 12 o'clock. If I got a problem at four o'clock over there, mm-hmm. it's damn near... You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Three, something in the morning. It's, mm-hmm. it's some time yeah. frame that my agent not even up yet. Sleep. He ain't woke up yeah. and he sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So by the time he wake up and get my voicemail, I done seen my coach twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And me being a man, I'm not finna not say something to you if we got a problem or something that, you know what I'm saying, was a disagreement or a misunderstanding. Yeah. I finna come straight to you the next day because I didn't sleep last night. Right. I'm thinking, thinking about, about Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about what I got to do because I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I get there and I'm handling situations myself. By the time he don't even know what's going on, he's still trying to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, what am I paying you? How much I'm paying you? 6%? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I paying you this for? Mm-hmm. And I done solved Joe. I done did your job. Mm-hmm. I done already had a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if I handled it the right way, but it's handled now. But it's handled, yeah. <laughs> you know what you I'm saying? Yeah. Right? So it's like, man. So after all of that, I probably had this agent for another two years, but it's just like I felt like I wasn't getting paid as as much as I should have been. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I just like these last eight years really, I've been doing all my work. My name is my name. That's something that I learned from the NBA. Clippers was the worst team of the league that year. I think we won eighteen games that year. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But I learned a whole lot of what not to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? By going into that situation, I learned what not, you know what I'm saying, what habits not to pick up. That's why I work hard to this day because it was a few players that, man, they didn't show up every day ready to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They getting $14, 15000000 million a year. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just trying to get one. Mm-hmm. Like, teach me what the ropes are. I just, yeah. I just need one right now. We'll work on everything else yeah. after that. But let me give just me give one me of them. one right now. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they weren't showing up every day, working as hard as I felt like. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much disrespectful to the game. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I always told myself. I never disrespect the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to this day, 
when I step on the court, whether it's watching or training or got kids in there with me, like, you're going to get my all. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go hard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's no all I what. know. Yeah, no matter what. No because matter guess what? what? It's for me to get better. Yep. It ain't for nobody else. Yep. You know I, what I'm saying? I want to talk about that a little bit, too, because, like, I know we're talking about a lot of lot of yeah, sports because yeah. you you know you're a basketball player right. you know what I mean but like this probably like this podcast I'm pretty sure it'd be looked yeah. at by people who you know making films or whatever right, right. and the real reason that I really want to talk because we talk about a lot about like your mind state and your mm-hmm. mindset and just mm-hmm. like energy you know yeah. what I'm saying and things like that so mm-hmm. with you you going through all of that stuff like what kept you like kept your mind in a place where you could keep pushing like the knee blew out they release you from overseas you come back how you get yourself rehabbed got back in went back overseas right yeah went back overseas mm-hmm. did your thing and now currently in the big three you know what i'm saying so let's talk a little bit about like just the mind state of that the mindset you have to be in to even you know push through that you know adversity oh, i ain't gonna lie bro when i got out the nba like I, I'm literally just now getting over that. Mm. Like I said, like I started this interview off, like I feel like I deserve to still be in the still NBA. Still be in the NBA. Betcha. Right? So I just got over not I, – I went to a sunken place. Mm. Like I went into a dark place, like within myself, bro, because it was like this was my only dream to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. This was one of the two dreams I had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With my father not being in my life as a child, you know what I'm saying, around the age of nine or 10, you know what I'm saying? I used to pray. Like my mama used to just tell me every time I get off the phone, I have like a heated argument with my dad. Mama just be like, tell God what you want. Tell God how you feel. Da-da-da-da-da. Start to develop your relationship with, with, with him right now. Mm-hmm. So at the age of nine, 10 years old, bro, I was praying that my first child be a boy so I could be the father I never had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that ended up, you know what I'm saying? That ended up coming true. Mm-hmm. So that was my first dream. And then my second dream was basketball. You know right. what I'm saying? Making it to right. the NBA. I didn't have no elaborate dream about the NBA. I just knew that I was going to make it. She was gone. Yeah, I didn't say. My dream wasn't in detail. That's why I tell my son now to dream your dream in detail. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. I just dreamed to make it to the NBA. And this is something that I tell you it took me about five, six, six years to really like be okay, be able to put my head down and really like get some good sleep. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I had to tell myself like, your dream was to make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You made it. You. And you created a path that was never even heard of before your, you know what I'm saying? Before you did it, it was never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you did everything what you, what you, yeah, what you dreamed your of. Your dream so came true. At the end of the day, what else could you ask for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to look myself in the mirror and be like, okay, I'm cool with that on the inside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I did it. I've done it. I lived it. Mm-hmm. And it was a great experience. I wanted, you know what I'm saying, take it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I say, I was in a sunken place. So, overseas, man, 
I was the, this is one of the reasons I could tell you why overseas don't like Americans like that. Mm-hmm. Because I was that American that they didn't like. Oh, yeah, I saw the tapes. Yeah. I saw the videos. <laughs> yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? I was following my boy. I saw the videos. I'm Man, like, yeah. listen, but. That's, th- that's Milwaukee. But these <laughs> these behind the scenes stories, like, this is something the that you, you don't gonna, even see, huh? Yeah, this ain't what you ain't gonna see. You, you, you don't see me. Mm-hmm. The day before a game, I got my own yeah, section. I'm in a. I'm in a club. You good? I'm good. Yeah. I'm in a club the day before a game. Day before a game in the club. By myself. Mm-hmm. Four bottles. Mm-hmm. Going crazy. What? I'm pissed that I ain't in the NBA. Uh-huh. So this shit ain't nothing. I can come in this bitch sloppy, pissy, drunk, and be better than everybody in this country. Mm-hmm. How I felt at that time, because I said I was in a dark space, bro. Mm-hmm. Wrong mindset. Yeah. yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in a wrong mind. I'm going out there scoring nine points. <laughs> out there trash <laughs> out there trash bro nah, when I hey. say trash I'm out there scoring not even 10 points bro Damn. I didn't even do that in high school yeah you know what I'm saying my senior year my lowest game digressed, was 14 digressed all the way what back. yeah all the way back I, you know what I'm saying like I was really in that get out that mm-hmm. get out phase yeah hit that glass nigga I was sunk <laughs> all the way back uh-huh. you know what I'm saying so it was just like to get myself out of that Man, it took so much. I like, like when I say I was that ignorant, like I'm in there trying to talk to every girl. Mm-hmm. I'm in Greece, like, mm-hmm. it's people that's males that's Greek, like, like if I was disrespecting our women, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I wasn't looking at it like that. I'm like, nigga, I'm having a good time. Y'all women love me right, right. now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pour, all of them. Look, all of them. what? Everybody come home with <laughs> me. I'm pouring, look, I'm pouring, I'm pouring, look, I'm telling you, bro, I got four bottles to myself. I probably knocked about two and a half of them off by myself. Oh, yeah, you was, you was right? deep in a dark place. Then I'm I'm pouring glass, I'm pouring shit, everybody glass in the whole club. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what they got in their glass. They got champagne glass. Y'all getting this right getting here, right now. Yeah. Y'all getting this thing right this now. Too. Take this. Hey, everybody. I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, but at that at that at that stage, it wasn't until one of my Greek friends, you know what I'm saying, who like is my best friend to this day, she came to me and was like, she pissed off. Mm-hmm. She like, you probably the best player I ever seen in Greece, but you out here getting drunk and you out here not even taking care of yourself, like you don't even eat right. You this that and the third. Yeah, asshole, like, huh? What big asshole, mm-hmm. nigga? Like. Guess what I tell her there? Like, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> like, yep. Still don't tell me what I don't want to hear. Like, yep. uh-huh. you, you telling me this what I know in the don't, inside. Don't tell me what I need to hear. Exactly. Shit. Don't tell me what I'm telling myself, and I ain't yeah, even listening yeah. to myself. <laughs> like, you sound like me. Like, so I'm mad yep. at you even more. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But that was it. Mm-hmm. That click, nigga. I stopped drinking for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I scored fifty points. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I scored fifty points, then I scored forty five. Like. Two games after I scored fifty, mm. went crazy. So I'm like, yeah, like I just snapped out of it like that, cause she like, nigga, she was on me. Like mm-hmm. when I say like, nigga, she was like, you ain't shit. Da, 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 da. Like she was in my shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it take another motherfucker to see the God in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yes, that sir. blessing yes, in sir. me. That you know what I'm saying. That energy in me. Mm-hmm. That when I was in my mm-hmm. darkest place, I didn't, nigga, I wasn't shining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I was like that cold. Mm-hmm. Like, but that what, what she did, that pressure, yeah, start chipping off, and uh, you know what I'm saying, start yeah, yeah, start shining me up, start mm-hmm. polishing me up. So yeah. I'm like, man, 
I'm finna take this shit more serious. Like, nigga, I was being so disrespectful to the culture. Like, the team would go out to eat their food. I'm in Greece. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all got chicken? Oh, man, I ain't going to eat with y'all if ain't no chicken there. Fried chicken? Oh, no, I ain't going. Oh, you was acting like that. Yeah, I was retarded, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, McDonald's. You, was the, you was in the wrong space. Yeah. You was way in the wrong space. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, y'all going to McDonald's? They're like, no, nah, we're going to eat our food. Man, I don't want that shit. Disrespectful. <laughs> Super disrespectful. And then at the same time, time just like making yourself look stupid. Look way stupid. Look, you know what I mean? I'm not an ignorant American. Ignorant American, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I didn't know. I'm thinking my way is the best way. Where I just came from, nigga, y'all want to be like us. Right. Not right. knowing. Y'all want to be there. Yeah, not knowing that they know the oppression that we go through. Mm-hmm. They know our true history. We don't know it. Right. So after that, I started to go to museums and out in Greece. Mm-hmm. I started to go to museums and I'm seeing that Zeus is a deity from Egyptology. And mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they Zeus is like the sun god, like Rada sun god that's, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that yeah. from, from Egypt. Like, they just basically copying and pasting, whitewashing our gods. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So once I started to, to see that other cultures knew who we was, yeah, and we didn't know who we was. And you ain't know who you were. I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. Like, it started to click right then and there. Like, oh, man, I've been cheating myself. Even when I was in the NBA, I was cheating myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like I say, it still took about two years, three years after this Greece, after this Greece thing, you know what I'm saying? When I went to Poland, I won a championship after I broke my wrist that year. Um, so that was like my first championship I had won in Poland, but that was like my first experience to where it was like, oh, when I go to every country, like I'm gonna make sure I test their food. And now all I eat is basically kosher food. Mm-hmm. That's all I eat over there. That's the most healthiest food for you. Yeah. <laughs> You right know what I'm saying? McDonald's, like, you trying to what? get that fried chicken but, at McDonald's? But even the tripping. McDonald's was different, right? Overseas, that's true. It's I not went process. to, I went to, I went to, uh, where I go to France, mm-hmm. and I pulled into McDonald's just to see, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you, fire, fire, fire. No grease on their burgers like how our burgers bro, be greasy. Way different. The chicken way wrap different. was probably the best chicken wrap I ever. Bro, you ever got a McDonald's chicken wrap from here, bro? Of course. Look like a little, the little, just all the bread and yeah. sauce and this little one piece chicken, chicken nugget in here, bro. Come on, man. You gonna get me a two piece chicken nugget on the wrap? On the wrap? Ain't give me real. no chicken wrap. For <laughs> real, no bread. tender, no. Yeah, and no it's the, and the chicken wrap be mo- the uh, chicken be mostly bread. Mm-hmm. It ain't even the chicken breast in there. No bro. bull. I'm talking yeah, about next like, level. But that's where that's where you get to see the discrepancies at. Like, mm-hmm. they don't even process their food the same way. They can't even kill their animals the same way we kill our animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a total different, it's a total different process, it's a total different makeup over there. Like, at first, I wasn't even eating the McDonald's. I'm like, this shit don't taste like back home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, not even this shit weak. Not even knowing that that was better for me. Right. Even though it was McDonald's, it still wasn't good for me, but mm-hmm. it was better to eat the make the McDonald's in America, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, and like, it's crazy how you don't see that many fat people over there either, bro. I've noticed, bro. I've noticed so much. That's all I'm doing is comparing and contrasting. It's crazy. 
to what I what I done grew up in. Not only food. One thing one thing I I noticed now. I don't drink milk now. But one thing I noticed, and this is what I started to notice when I was over there. I would go into grocery stores, and for one, all of their grocery stores look like Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Facts. Every last one of them Facts. look like Whole Foods. Every last one of them. Right. So, another thing I noticed, I'm trying to get. So one time I see the milk sitting right next to the cereal in the aisle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why is this milk? Wait, unre- unrefrigerated? Or? Unrefrigerated, not in the refrigerator. Okay, okay. It was sitting in a box next to the cereal in the aisle. Uh-huh. So I'm like, why is this milk not in the refrigerator? Like, why our milk got to go in the refrigerator? It's going to go spoil in mm-hmm. 10 hours. What kind, of, what kind of milk was it? Was it uh, just like... Man, it wasn't processed. It wasn't and it had processed. a preservatives that the that this milk like milk ain't clumping up like that. Mm-hmm. It's what they put in the milk to yeah. make it seem like, oh, it got these vitamins mm-hmm. in it. Nah. That's crazy. Bro, I looked over. at the expiration date. This probably was like 2015, 2014 when I was mm-hmm. at this grocery store. I looked at the expression expiration date. It said 2020 then on a box of milk. Mm. And our shit don't even last when it's in the refrigerator, it don't even last a week. A week, and that's crazy because I just kind of <laughs> thinking on that lines. When I was over in France, I saw they don't put their eggs in the refrigerator. Nope, they got like an egg basket for sure. And they said my man was telling me something about how what the America makes you do makes the, what they make them do to the eggs. Mm-hmm. You have to refrigerate it or it's to. over. Yeah, but naturally eggs don't have to be refrigerated because guess what? An egg is coming from a warm body. It's crazy. Why would you have to refrigerate that? That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? That's just common sense, mm-hmm. right? We just think about it. Like I'm just sitting overseas. You know, I got time. Everybody mm-hmm. else speaking their language. They yeah. ain't speaking English to me. Mm-hmm. So I got time. Mm-hmm. This is the Figure stuff that out. I'm studying. Yeah. yeah, I'm figuring out. You say you what? can't talk to nobody anyway. Yeah, like <laughs> I got so I, <laughs> I got to figure something out. So I'm yeah. I'm looking at stuff like this. Like why is it not litter on the ground? Mm. Like when I was in Qatar, bro. I promise you. For two months straight, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a piece of litter. Like everywhere we driving, I'm looking for. No, not even gum. You know, chew gum in it. Mm-hmm. Not even old gum. Clean, clean. No cigarette butts. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Clean, clean. Nigga, it's so clean. Two months. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm taking off my ice. Throw it out the window. Mm. And she gone the next day. Just to see. Just to see. It's gone with you. We take the wow. same route every day to get mm-hmm. to the hotel, to the gym hotel. Somebody gone. Die. Mm-hmm. If they don't clean that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's how cleanly, you know what I'm saying? They say cleanliness is next to godliness. And Qatar, right. Qatar taught me so much, bro. You couldn't buy pork in the stores. Mm. They don't even have pork in the country. Guess where the only place is pork at in the country? Take one guess. I don't know where. The army base. The U.S. Army Base? <laughs> Duh. Damn. That's the only place you can get pork Damn. in that whole country. That's crazy. No liquor in it. No stores. That's crazy. The only place you can get liquor is the Army Base and the nightclubs. Hmm. That's crazy. Right? So now now you got your respect back for the game. You're respecting the cultures. Mm-hmm. You're picking up your, your, your energy getting right. Yeah. What's, what's the next move after that? Like, what's the next move?